rolling. We're rolling. Rolling, rolling. Hello, rolling. everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. I feel How's it going, Darcy? Huh? Um, it's going great. I love everything. <laughs> oh, we're actually recording this back to back with the previous episode, so because we suck, so we we can try and pretend like we haven't been talking for the last hour, but it won't be genuine. <laughs> All right, so. What you got? Yeah, I think this one will be, uh, it'll be fun. Um, This one, I am going to be covering the story of Betty and Barney Hill from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Barney. I find this intriguing for multiple reasons, but I love that this is one of the first, why do I hear myself on your end? What's going on? You're on my end? Like, I hear myself echoing. I don't hear any echo. Okay. All right. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> but this is one of the first kind of like internationally known stories of like UFO abduction. And so I feel like that's, it's cool that this took place, you know, near us here. Actually, side note, Betty and Barney Hill lived around the corner from my husband's grandmother. So oh. my husband's aunt and them like knew who they were. They said they were just always very nice people, kind of kept to themselves. But that also I feel like could be in reference to the fact that this was in the 60s and Betty and Barney Hill were an interracial couple. So Barney was a black man and Betty is a white woman. So, of course, during that time, I'm sure that was quite unusual so did your husband's family have any opinion about like whether or not they believed what they didn't get into it i'll have to prod a little bit because i didn't go into you know they just kind of made it out like you know they were like a normal couple nice people you know kept to themselves but weren't weird or anything like that you know Hmm. interesting excuse me um, but so this took place in September of 1961. Betty and Barney had already been married for uh, about 16 months and they hadn't gone on a honeymoon. So they just like impromptu decided they were going to go on this late honeymoon to Niagara Falls. And they didn't even go to like the bank before they went. They just had what was on them, 70 bucks in their pocket and they took a drive. Um, <laughs> what a hell of a honeymoon! Hey, we didn't go on a cruise or go anywhere tropical. Hey, we just busy people. We, we got uh, I actually by thought it was really cool because apparently Barney Hill um, was a genius. He had like a IQ of one forty. He was really really smart. Oh wow! I think my IQ is like one. <laughs> I've always been curious. Like I was never that bookworm in school. But I feel like I have intelligence in other ways, and it makes me, I always was like, I wonder what even consists of, you know, in those tests, and how would I do? I don't even know. What kind of knowledge is it testing? I don't know. I feel like if I took one, I would score so low that the state is going to have to start paying my husband to take care of me, and actually, it might be a good idea. force you to go on disability. Yeah. They're going to be like, ma'am, you can't. You just can't. 
You're like, don't you need proof of this? I mean, I worked in disability. And they're like, no, no, we have all the proof we need. <laughs> Your IQ was so low that we're actually very concerned about the entire country. You're like, I know how hard it is to get approved. And they're like, not for you. <laughs> you are approved. Long-term disability. You're good. You're just, you're just ushered, ushered through. through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, how did you survive this, up until this point? I don't, I don't know. Oh, man. So they had been gone for three days. And on the last night of their trip, they stopped at a a diner in Vermont to recharge before driving back to Portsmouth. Um, Barney figured uh, because there was rain and wind coming from a hurricane at the time. So he was thinking if they had if they left and pushed through. Um, they would be able to get back to like Portsmouth around 2 or 3 a.m. So they left the diner around 10. And when they were driving, they noticed like a strange light in the sky. And uh, at first they thought it was a falling star, but it started getting bigger and brighter as they continued to drive. Um, Barney was a World War II vet and he was an avid plane watcher. Uh, and he just didn't feel like there was anything to worry about. He figured it was just a satellite that went off course or something. And as they continued to drive, it seemed like it was moving with the car. And it kind of zigged and zagged, ducking past the moon and kind of behind trees and mountain ridges to just, like, show back up another minute or two later. And so you know, it almost was like playing a game of cat and, cat and mouse, mouse, you know. You know? Um, um, they thought they maybe because of the car's movements, it made it seem like it was doing that. that. And then and they then just they got really curious, curious, so they pulled over at a uh, stop, stop to, to like kind of eat a little bit and take a closer look. They had binoculars, and um, Betty used those to look closer, and she said that it was actually an object that was spinning in the air. Barney told her um, that it should be a, a satellite and that she was being completely ridiculous. <clears throat> um, Don't ever tell anyone they're being ridiculous when they see a UFO. <laughs> uh, he was very pragmatic. He wouldn't give flying saucers a second thought. You know, um, he said he knew it wasn't a helicopter because it was too quiet for that. A commercial plane or even a military jet, they would have been able to pinpoint as well. Um, and he didn't want to spook Betty, but he was becoming concerned. Uh, so about 70 miles into their drive from the diner, it the object had hovered just kind of above the tree line, so approximately 100 feet or so above them. And at that point, Barney stopped the car abruptly and kept the engine running. He had a handgun that he kept in his car beneath the seat and he's sorry it. there's huh? a ufo following you and you think you're just gonna stop and yeah, use I'm a gonna... handgun <laughs> shoot, shoot it down. down yeah good luck <laughs> anyway so he grabbed it he stuck it in his pocket and he rushed into a dark field leaving betty in the car like way to go dude come on yeah good choices were made yeah yeah uh it says what he saw was as big as a jet but round and flat as a pancake that's how I describe my butt. 
mine too. Oh man, I always am like my my butt just like tapers up. We're, we people are going to think we are so hot based on how we describe ourselves in these episodes, and very intelligent too. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> He says he recalled thinking, my God, what is this thing? It can't be real. That's what she said. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, that could go either way. It really could. He's had moments like that. Huh? I said I've had moments like that. (laughs) He said behind rows of windows, he could see gray uniformed beings that seemed to look right at him. That's when he, you run. You fucking <laughs> well, run. He said he tried to lift his hand to his pistol, but somehow he couldn't. He said a voice told him to not put down his binoculars. So apparently he was using his binoculars to like look. Mm-hmm. Um, he said all of a sudden he had a startling thought of, you know, we're about to be captured. He started yelling hysterically and he ran back to the car and then jumped in and barreled down the road. Betty was tracking this object and craning her head outside of the car, which I'm like, dude, I'd be like under the seat. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm not be like, hey, guys, I'd be looking for napkins to be wiping up my diarrhea in the seat because that's what would be happening. I love that. I love that. Out of my pancake ass. It says, um, without explanation, they heard like rhythmic beeps, like beeping coming from the car's trunk. And then all of a sudden they were feeling like drowsy and then lost consciousness. So they came around like two hours later and they were 35 miles down the road. I've had nights like that. (laughs) Uh, We don't talk about those ones. No. It was yesterday. So they ended up making it back home. And at that point, they were just trying to make sense of everything. And the weeks following, uh, Betty started kind of doing some research at libraries and discovered the civilian UFO group and uh, started kind of taking notes and, and things like that. In the upcoming years, Betty was suffering from disturbing dreams. Barney was developing ulcers and anxiety, and they started to see a therapist. So they both started meeting with this psychiatrist, and this psychiatrist, Benjamin Simon, um, it it said that he was a psychiatrist and a neurologist. Interesting. But he specialized in hypnosis, um, and so they both kind of went through this process of hypnosis to try and recall what happened during those two hours that they lost. And um, through weeks of sessions, they were able to piece together what they thought happened. A vessel had landed on the hill's car, putting them to sleep. Afterwards, gray beings walked up to them, and walked them up a ramp onto this spacecraft. When they were inside, it says that the hills were separated, and they both took turns in an examination room. They said it had curved walls and a large um, light that was hanging from the ceiling. They were asked to climb up on a metal table, and Barney's legs, I guess, were too long, and they, like, hung over the side of the table, which I was like, you know, I always find stuff like that interesting, like these tiny little random tidbits of information because mm-hmm. it makes it feel more legit. Yeah, like that's such a detail. Yeah, you know How what I mean? How would you just make that up? Right. 
Um, it said that during, they said that during the examinations, um, they had removed Betty and Barney's clothes and they were like plucking strands of hair. They were taking clippings of their nails and um, like skin scrapings and that they were placing all of these samples um, on like a clear material, kind of like, like the glass slides you would use for like a microscope, you know? Yeah. They said, <laughs> Be- Betty said that there was one large needle that was inserted into her belly as if it was like a pregnancy test and it left Ew. her in a lot of pain. Um, they said there was like one leader that was kind of watching all of this take place from the side, but like wasn't participating. Um, Maybe he was like, you know, just afraid. Oh my he God. I just had a flash of that SNL skit. The UFO one. Oh with, my God, with Kate McKinnon. <laughs> the best one I in recent history. I've seen it so many times and I it's crack so up every funny. Time. When she's like, no, it felt real off the books. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, he starts slapping on the wall and she'll her to pee in the bucket. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. And Ryan can't uh, not laugh oh my god could he not keep a straight face holy crap it was so good if, i've watched it so many times too i love she's she was like let go out of a poop shoot onto the top of long john silver's <laughs> her delivery of the whole thing was just perfect oh. and if well, someone hasn't seen it they need to she's me a little miffed <laughs> she was so good in it Oh, I don't know how they kept straight faces. Like, I know they I didn't know. perfectly, but I would have been dying, dying, because she's so good. Are <laughs> we going to get more of that boob? Like, what did she say? Because they were, like, slapping her boobs. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't remember what she said, though, but I need to go watch it again. <laughs> it's so good. We should just play that. If hasn't watched it, look it up, because it's so, so, so good. It's so funny. But that's exactly what I <laughs> thought of when I heard of the him watching from the side yeah. <laughs> like she talks about the lookout guy in the hall yes. <laughs> oh man <clears throat> so this says that uh, later alone with the leader uh, Betty was asked um, Betty asked where the craft had flown and uh, that the being joked with her and said if you don't know where you are now there wouldn't be any point to telling you where I am Okay. Uh, um, later, under hypnosis, she actually drew a map, a star map, um, shown to her on the ship. So, like, apparently they had, like, shown her a map, and she, like, drew it out. So, in 1965, the Hill story was picked up by a Boston newspaper, and at that point, everything changed Um they became like the subject of a best-selling book and a movie, which I didn't know, a movie starring James Earl Jones. So now I kind of need to look that up. Yeah. Um, and uh, they weren't the first to spot a UFO or even report it, but they were the first to get like the nation's imagination peaked and, you know, publicized and all of that. So, yeah. I wonder, it does make me wonder if that's also because of the fact that, you know, they were an interracial couple in the 60s, which was different as well. So I wonder if that was part of why it got so popular. I also saw, I think it was like within the last six months, 
I don't, I don't remember what I did yesterday, so I can't tell you exactly, but um, <laughs> there was a show about this and they actually had the dress that she wore that night that that happened and no one had ever apparently really inspected this dress before, but um, whoever was like kind of investigating this, he turned her dress inside out and there was actually like stains on the inside of her dress where her belly button would have been that would be really? consistent does, with like I didn't see fluid. that. I saw that it was ripped. Yeah, so I'll have to I'll have to find that show because um, there's a guy that's into that, like that paranormal stuff, but like debunking stuff and whatever. And he was doing it. I'll find it. And I'll I'll send it to you. Yeah, I find them so interesting. I also really want. I know it's not local, but I definitely really want to do um, one on the. Is it Travis Walton? Sure. The fire in the sky. I have no idea. Huh? I have no idea. Have, did you ever watch Fire in the Sky? No. That was a movie that came out. It might have been the early 90s or late 80s, but it was based off a true story. And this, that one I find really interesting, too, because there's like so many of them with the exact same story. And like they didn't get famous or anything like people ended up hating them and calling them liars. And like some of them to this day say that like their life was ruined and like why would you tell people this if if this is what was happening you know exactly why would you set yourself up to be ridiculed and and treated like shit and like you're a crazy person if this didn't really happen i'm not going to make up that shit so that people can think i'm insane i people already think i'm insane but i wouldn't <laughs> want to put myself through that for something that's a lie yeah so once their story became better known, abduction accounts, um, there, there are like other abductions that, accounts of abductions that were shared that have similar characteristics, like the medical examinations. I'm sure so many people have heard that stuff because that's usually pretty standard. Um, aliens with large heads and big eyes dubbed as greys, um, UFO circles, um, the Hill story uh, and and those that came after helped pave the way for more understanding of the human experience, the alien abduction phenomenon, um, non-psychotic individuals who developed these beliefs and false me memories of experiences like this that never happened. All of these things started being spoken about and talked about more frequently. You don't Although, really hear about it now, though. Huh? You don't really hear about it now, though. I don't know. I You do. And I think it depends on whether you're looking for it. I do think that there's far less people who make people out to be completely insane now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like even from back when I was younger, people would have been like, these people are crazy. Like yeah. Fox Mulder, you know? <laughs> Whereas now, I think that it's a little less, I mean, to think that we're the only ones in the universe is stupid if you ask me, but yeah, I, I don't know what else is out there or could be out there, but I don't find it that far fetched that there is something else out there. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, like Bigfoot. I do find it interesting too, that they like, I don't know. I find it interesting that they did the hypnosis and kind of took it as confirmation. I don't, I feel like yeah. these days we're less inclined to do that. Yeah, you know, like I feel like these days people would be more so 
inclined to say that it was just something created while under hypnosis. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that that can be an exact science to say that. Yeah. I don't know how it could be. Comes out during hypnosis is a hundred percent really what happened. I think your brain can make up a lot yeah. of shit. So I don't know. I mean, I think you can, even when you're not in hypnosis, think that's safe yeah. to say. Exactly. Um, but yeah, after that, uh, she spent a lot of her life um, talking about it and, and talking to other people about what took place and um, researching and things of that nature. And um, Barney ended up dying a bit young and it was unexpected but yeah that's pretty much it the majority of uh their story but I do think I'm trying to think if I know of any other ones locally but it is cool and I'll have to if I post this to YouTube or when I get the chance to they have pictures of what they drew they both drew separate pictures of what the craft looked like and they look almost identical that's crazy which I think is cool. Yeah. Well, that's definitely interesting. And I think more people need to speak out when they get abducted by aliens so that we know more because the aliens are gathering all this information about us, but I don't think we have enough information about them. I mean, I know that we've had like an influx over the last however long with people having like pictures, I mean, videos that they've taken with their phones. But with some of this stuff, you'd think... That we'd have more. Yeah. Like more actual videos of stuff. I saw a really bright star in the sky last night or a really bright light, I guess I should say. And I was like, maybe it's a fucking UFO. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it was just a star. I saw the coolest shooting star. It went like it did like like if you were going to draw ruffles on a dress, you know, like it did like it was really cool. That's cool. It is cool. But um, have you watched it? Just This just made me think. Have you watched any of, um, what the hell is it called? The whole Skinwalker Ranch series? No, I haven't seen any of it. It's so cool. You should watch it. It really is interesting. And this is obviously kind of in line with that, but like cattle mutilation and things like that. But... Oh, cool. I'm so excited. They claim to have seen... (laughs) Do you know anything about Skinwalker Ranch? No. Oh, my God. Darcy, where have you been? Um, I live in This is one of the most famous, like, I don't know, I guess UFO or paranormal locations there is. Yeah, it comes up often as, like, a show that's suggested for me, but... And then I don't watch it. Like, there's (laughs) supposedly portals that creatures have crawled out of, and... I think that's where I came from. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. If only they knew it was just you the whole time. (laughs) It was just me. Sorry, guys. (laughs) No, it really is interesting. And then um, they've tried to do testing for, like, radiation and stuff because a couple people have had injuries that make no sense or, like, swelling in their brain when they've gone near certain things on the ranch. And I've had swelling in my brain. (laughs) This explains so much. I learned so much about you during these episodes. I know. (laughs) I'm going to go get those records from the hospital and show you. I don't know how many episodes, I mean, seasons there are now, but there's at least two. I think I was just watching that they're doing more. But, like, the guy who owns it now bought it. He was more of a skeptic, and he bought it 
to just kind of like have something to do, I think. And he sent like this scientist there with people who, huh? I said, I need a hobby. Let me buy Skinwalker Ranch. Seriously. I mean, if you got money to throw around, I guess, wouldn't you want to buy that shit? Yes. I mean, um, the stories of the family that lived there before it's been like bought and sold multiple times are pretty cool. I mean, if you want to call it that. <laughs> also scary. Yeah. Like massive wolves and stuff that like they ha- they can't stop staring at that are like great. I love wolves. I know. Wolves are huge. I know. They're really big. They're my spirit animal. We have a lot of coyotes near my house. Like you can hear them. Mm-hmm. It's And there was one night where I was in my son's room and like he was watching something on his tablet and I could hear... I thought I was hearing the tablet, but they were like, there were so many of them just going crazy. I'm like, yeah. whoa, that's really close. They're like wild and out I was behind getting my paranoid house. when my cats sneak out because of that. I know. Well, that's why I was always thought my ducks were going to get eaten because we have coyotes and bear and bobcats and yeah. basically everything where I live. So I'm like, um, can we just not attack my ducks? Yeah, oh, you're like great. really, I mean, for me, it's like, I'm not even that much in the woods. We kind of like, we're a little secluded, but. Not like where you are, you know. I'm in the middle of nowhere. You're in the woods. (laughs) Very woodsy. But it's pretty. Thanks. Just got to watch out for those machete-wielding maniacs. Yeah. There's probably one down the road. Probably. Or it's me. I don't know. I was going to say, or there's one right in your house. We do have a machete here. We don't have one. My husband uses it when he goes hunting to, like, cut down trees and tall grass and stuff. Yes, that's that's what I was looking for. A brush. <laughs> that was a hard word. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I think there's probably lots of uh, UFO episodes we could do, but locally, I don't know how much we have. But I do think the other one is really interesting based on all the information, and I'll have to watch Fire in the Sky again. But I want to find this movie based off of this story because. I didn't even know they had it until I started looking it up. Yeah. And I'll find that show for you and you, so you can watch that too where they yes. investigate the, yes. the story of Betty and Barney. Betty and Barney. Barney. I just like the name Barney. It's a good name. It's a yeah. solid name. It's solid. And I liked Barney when I was younger. My little sister was obsessed. obsessed. Barney was the man. I just love dinosaurs. Yeah, I've been hearing some sketchy things about the man in the suit, though. So, God damn it! Don't I'm ruin telling Barney you, for it's me. Like, is he like I, the subway I, guy? Yeah, I think it is. I, <laughs> I think it's like that. <sighs> well, I, I give up. I feel like it's so tough because you don't want to believe that stuff, but at the same time, it makes total sense, right? It does. Like, hey, this is the perfect job for me. <clears throat> so I don't know everything. Because who was on that? Who was on Barney? Was it... Who was it? Selena Gomez? Somebody was on Barney. Weren't like all... The, like, I thought Justin Timberlake was when he was really little too. No, was it Barney? They were on like the Mickey Mouse... Oh, yeah. I don't fucking Whatever. They were Mouseketeers. Brittany and Christina and Justin. Yes. It's gonna be May. May. It's going to be soon. It's going to be May. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Oh, So that's all I have for this one. It's kind of a short one, but 
It's a fun one. It's not about the length, Danny. It's not about the length. (laughs) Oh. It's It's about the quality. quality. (laughs) All right. Well, yay for two episodes. Woohoo! Look at us go. We're like professionals. Cool. I'm going to end recording here, but hang on the line for me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you listened at all, we appreciate it. Anybody? Oh, Darcy. What? Do a missing person. Oh, shit. Way to freaking screw it up. I'm so unprepared. And I just did the, if you're in the list, I just did the second from the top. The top two were the ones I... Pulling up the list. I hadn't seen when I looked last. Okay, so you did that one. Look, there's so many new faces on here for me. There is, actually. I know. Very recent. I don't like it. It's making me scared. I don't either. And um, doesn't the kid fourth down look like Roger from Sister, Sister? Is it just me? Yeah, actually, that's what I was just going to do. Oh, do him. Okay. I'm not going to do him, but I'll talk about it. I'd have to find him first. (laughs) Exactly. He's (laughs) missing. Um, This just took a turn. But anyway, so his name is... (laughs) Thaddeus Sear, C-Y-R. I love his name. I, yeah, I do too. He's 17. He went missing from Bedford, New Hampshire on and was reported missing on February 25th of 23. He was 17 at the time as well. Um, he has black hair, brown eyes. He's 5'11", 130 pounds. He is a black male. Um, he's listed as a possible runaway, but even if he is a runaway, it doesn't mean that he doesn't need to be found. He doesn't deserve to be found. We still need to find him. What was he wearing? Oh, yeah. You want to know that? He Sometimes was wearing, they don't have it, so when they do, I try to... He was wearing black sweatpants, a red hat, red slash black sneakers, and a black hoodie. Yeah. yeah. So There's you can a lot contact of on this list. the Man. Bedford Police Department if you have any information, or you can contact the missing persons. Um, where's the phone number? It's in the yellow at the top. It's 603-223-3859. Yes. Thank you. I got you. I you can also you, send him a fax. And that's 603-271-0303. Could you imagine me like, I've got some information. I'm going to fax, fax it. it over. Then fax not, it back to like, what do, you, what do you got? We're not trying to make light of the situation. We're just no. assholes. Faxing like, he, he really is missing... And he really needs to be yeah. found. I'm, it, it bums me out how many new people are on here, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't looked at this in a little while, but, like, I just pulled For it up now. a small state. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess, I don't know. It's really, really crazy how many new people. Just this year alone. We're only in April. Yeah, I know. This is insane. Yeah, because what? What do we have since the turn of the year? A lot. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine since January. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Since January 5th. And we're talking, so, and think about this, like, doesn't this seem crazy? Because these go all the way back to what? Let's see. So the, the oldest one is Janice Taylor. And this one was reported missing 1968. Mm-hmm. After that, the next one was 73. Mm-hmm. 
So we have 74 cases and nine of them are from the last few months. Yeah. Like, is that not crazy to you? And they, there's, like, I realize some people are probably, you know, taken off the list as the years go by, but even still. And, and they're like a pretty wide range of ages too. And a good mix of male and female that are going yeah. missing. So it's not like it's just a bunch of teenage runaways. It's, it's men and women that are in their thirties, forties, fifties. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, the guy on, not to make light of something, but the guy on page 15, Oded, Oded, is that his name? Oded Gordon? Does he not look like Nacho Libre? Is that just me? Oh, yeah, he does. He definitely does. That's the oldie, though. When did, when was that one? Yeah. 89. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot for this year so far. There's just a lot for. I, I still feel like general, we need to definitely do the Boston guys going missing. Oh, the there's so much to it though. I feel like it would take like forever. Killers. We should just do it like a series where we cover like a couple and then we can group them together into like a series. Yeah, because there was, I don't know what, in 2021 20, or 22, there was 12 that were all kind of suspected to be suspicious and then i'm sure more have happened since then yeah it's crazy like i feel like some people pay attention but if they don't you just don't even know about it yeah it's and it goes across the like the country too it's not just on the east coast but it seems to be happening in major cities and a lot of them i believe are on the east coast so yay us it's the whole them just oh like oh they just fell in the but then it doesn't make sense. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. They all, it's always like, oh, some reason they broke off from the group and then, you know. Yeah. And it's just in that one moment where they got weird. separated from their friends or whatever for. That's one of those ones like the Connecticut River Valley killer where I think we just have to take like time out here and there and add to it and keep adding to it. Yeah. But Yeah. So I agree. Anyway. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode. I, I appreciate everyone listening and we're really excited about all the new things to come. Lots of things coming up, lots of things to plan and figure out. And if anyone has any suggestions on things you'd like us to cover, um, you can email us at the shart show DD like Danny Darcy at gmail.com double D uh, or if you have any stories, I think it would be really cool to do like, you know, listeners stories that we read. I love that. So if anybody has stories they want to submit or anything like that, feel free to email them to us as well. Especially creepy stories. What? I said, especially creepy stories. Yeah. I love the creepy ones. Me too. Give us all I'm the creepy. creepy stories. Did you like my song? I did love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've Darcy. been known to lie. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're you're brutally honest. No, yeah, I am. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> At least I know if, that I'm getting the truth from you. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I love. <laughs>
All right. Well, thank you, everyone. We hope you have a fantastic day, week, whatever. And we will talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.